Hey there, SLP. You are listening to this podcast, so I know that you love to listen to podcasts. And if that is the case, then I know that you are going to love my secret private podcast, Secondary Secrets for SLPs. It's six short episodes that will have you walking away feeling refreshed and inspired and ready to take on those challenging secondary speech students. So if you work with grades four through 12 and are in a planning rut or wanting some fresh new ideas to keep your students motivated, make sure you head to speechtimefun.com slash secondary secrets. You are not going to find this podcast in your iTunes podcast search browser. You can only get access by going to that link. So head to it now. It is six short episodes that you can listen to it in under an hour, like totally Netflix binge-worthy. I made this just for you, and I know you are going to love it. SLPs have been telling me already that it has changed their way for working with their older speech students. So head on over, again, to speechtimefund.com slash secondarysecrets, or use the link in the show notes, and I can't wait to hear what you think. Now let's head on to this week's episode of SLP Coffee Talk. You are listening to SLP Coffee Talk. I am your host, Hallie Sherman, and I am a licensed speech-language pathologist who is in the trenches working full-time in a public school in New York. I am the author of the blog and Teachers Pay Teachers store, Speech Time Fun, where I love helping other SLPs conquer the overwhelm and get back hours spent on prepping activities. I am here to help you be the best SLP you can be and have fun while doing it. Just like your morning cup of coffee, this podcast is just what you need to start the day or week. Let's jump into today's Coffee Talk. Hey, hey, and welcome to another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. I am Hallie Sherman, your host here, who's all about helping you plan with ease and confidence, especially when it comes to your older speech students. I'm all about helping you giving exactly what I am using with my students each and every day to give you that jolt of inspiration you need. And today I'm going to be talking about three online tools that you can use for online dictionaries for your students, a tool that you can use to teach your students how to figure words out when they come across words they don't know. Why is that important? Well, when it comes to learn, we know that vocabulary is essential for reading comprehension and academic success. Vocabulary is essential. And we also know that our speech and language impaired students struggle with vocabulary. They struggle to retain it. They struggle to make it stick. And we need to think about the different phases of learning vocabulary. And the first phase is encoding, okay? That's when we are introducing new vocabulary to our students and making them more aware of new words. That's a first step in getting it to stick into their long-term memory, okay? And we need to do it in a way that piques their interests and shows them that words can be fun and learning new words can be fun. And that it's okay to not know every single word, right? So oftentimes we see classrooms having word walls and they might do use like different, you know, charts and stuff to learn new words. We always need to teach our students strategies when they come across a new word, what to do. So giving students tools like online dictionaries is a great way to do that. Now, something more than just a dictionary, right? Any student could just go to dictionary.com or 
a children's dictionary and be successful. We know, as speech-language pathologists, that just knowing the definition isn't enough for our students. If that's the case, they don't need to be pulled for speech. They, we just give them a dictionary and call it a day. We know our students need more than that to make it stick. They need more meaningful exposures to new vocabularies to make it stick. And I'm going to put all links to the three tools I'm sharing with you today in the show notes. So make sure you check that out when you're done driving to work or whatever you are doing. Okay. So the tool number one is called Lingro, lingro lingro.com. And what you can do with this site, it's so, so cool. You can input a website. Okay. Any website. Well, let me disclose that. Not any website. More of an open website. If you use like ReadWorks or News ELA, it has a little bit of trouble with that. But like I went to Kittle. It's like a Wikipedia for kids. When I put in that, then it showed up the article. And then it took the words that they think the students might struggle with. And it becomes a clickable button for your students. So I clicked uh, click the button. And when I hit it, it shows up with the definition, the parts of speech, the other ways that the word is utilized. And you can even translate it into a different language. Yes, you heard that correctly. Okay. So again, you can type in, you can put in, you could teach your students, hey, you might be researching something. If you struggle to find a word, you can go to lingro.com, L-I-N-G-R-O.com and put the website in there. And then it'll make some of the challenging vocabulary words or things they might not be um, comfortable with as a clickable link. Now, it's not only like vocabulary words. So I went to Kittle and typed in virtual reality and it pulled up virtual reality facts for kids. And obviously, computer, I expect my students to know, but they pulled up the word software, images, sound, sensations, augmented reality, the word technology, display screens, projectors, feedback, simulation. It also provided a link to, if you click Pokemon Go, because that was an example of augmented reality. Peripheral vision, computer graphics, computer vision, mixed reality, like what does AR mean? PlayStation, smartphone, all these different words in that article that students might struggle with or not have that background knowledge. If they click it, they can get a definition and a translation of it. So it's a great tool to teach your students that like, hey, if you're looking something up and you need some more assistance, you can use this. Again, it doesn't work with every single article, but a lot of those articles behind like a sign-in login, your student wouldn't be using those anyway, you would be using them. So you can provide some supplemental definitions and things of that nature. So these are different things for your students to do on their own. The first one was lingro.com. Okay, the next tool is visuwords, V-I-S-U, words.com. And this tool is like a word web type of tool. You type any word in and it provides all the different definitions and parts of speech and the different branches of it. So I typed in the word handle because we know that's one of the words that has m- many meanings and very different uses and can be complicated for some of our speech and language students or English language learners. And it shows the different uses like handless, handle, handle bar, handled, handle with kid gloves, animal trainer, handler. And if you hover over each one of them, it provides you with a definition. So handless without hands or hands. The other handless is having no handle. Handle palm is means like to touch, lift, or hold with the hands. Handled means having usually specified type of handle. Like it's just handle bars, a bar used to steer a bicycle. So it's just a great visual to see all the different types and it's color coded so your students can easily visually see the different parts of speech. And we know that for encoding of new vocabulary into our memory, our children need 
that visual representation and also the parts of speech categorization piece of it. It's really important for our students to have a real true depth understanding of vocabulary words. So this is a tool that they could input it to get the definition and to figure out which one. Whereas sometimes if you go to like a random website or a dictionary, you type it in, there's so many different definitions and so hard and overwhelming. This makes it a lot less overwhelming for our students so that they can be successful. All right, the next one is Word Hippo. You go to wordhippo.com. It allows you to type in a word. So I'm going to type in patient and say find it. And it gives me the definition and it gives me context, gives me the parts of speech, and it also gives me a whole variety of other words. So it gives me synonyms, antonyms, definitions, rhymes, sentences, translations. I can find the words as word forms, so like uh, prefixes and suffixes, punctuations. Like It's all there, and it could also hear it with like a, an audio button. Patient. Okay, and I'm hitting translation. And we, oh, I hear I have the set, it's a sentence samples. Let's see if you can hear that. Russia's strategy with serious fevers was to purge with powerful doses of calomel and jalap, followed by bleeding until the patient fainted. Okay, that might be an extremely wordy sentence, an example, but it is an example. So I love it that it gives you the definition, the parts of speech, gives you a context, and it gives you a variety of synonyms and antonyms, which is so good to help our students. We know that a great strategy for our students when they struggle to come up with a vocabulary, especially if they're word-finding difficulties, is to think of another word that means the same thing, to replace it. It's also important, helps with them with using context clues to figure out unknown words. So giving them a tool like this one, like Word Hippo, that they can go to on their own when they're doing homework. I got to a word in my ELA homework. I don't know what it means. I'm going to type it in here so I can be successful. I can learn this new word have a deeper understanding. It's going to pique my interest because I'm going to learn so much about it that I can really truly grasp it and have fun with it at the same exact time. Okay, so the first tool was Lingro. And the second tool was Visuwords. And the third tool was Word Hippo so that our students can get a better understanding of brand new words. It can pique their interest. It can teach them the parts of speech they can play around with the words and have a deeper understanding that has the translation, they can hear it, experience it, all the different multisensory pieces for our students and also gives them a strategy of what to do when they don't have a teacher or a parent to assist them, that they can advocate for themselves and figure it out with tools that are designed to help them. That won't be as overwhelming, such as it'll have visuals, color coding, translation, things of that nature. So how do we use this in speech? You're probably saying, Hallie, this is great. How do I make this into a lesson? So you could set up a scene where you know your students are going to struggle. Use an article, something, and say, read it. And I always have to prompt my students because if I say, like, just read it, and I don't ask them about a word or did you understand, they're going to just pretend like they know everything. So I'll go sentence by sentence. You know, do we understand all these words? Do you understand whatever word it might be? Augmented? Have you ever heard that word before? Okay, I'm going to show you a tool that you can use to plug in that word to find out what it means so you can have a better understanding, right? Yes, we're always wanting to teach our students contexts and this, but it's also important to give our students tool. Like our students, it's a technological age. Why not give them a tool so that they can be successful and build their confidence and show them, hey, you don't need to guess. You don't need to skip over and feel unsuccessful. 
there's things out there that can help you. That's free and as fun to use. You can go down a rabbit hole. <laughs> you might as well. But also just setting up the scene and modeling. Hey, look what I'm going to do when I come across this word I don't know. And show them not only just giving them the definition that, okay, so now I know what it means. So now when I go back to that text, I can have a deeper understanding what it means and the context, parts of speech, how that word is used. So, and guess what? I can now use that word on my own to make my own sentence. Okay, so you can set that up and show them the different phases of learning new words, encoding, which is introducing it to it. Storage, more practice, getting a deeper understanding. And retrieval, being able to pull it out when you need it. Those are three phases of, of memory when it comes to learning new vocabulary words. And say, hey, it's okay that you don't know that word. We're going to encode it. We're going to introduce it in a fun way. And watch how. I hope you found this helpful. I hope this is something you can use with your students to show them that vocabulary can be fun. New vocabulary is not scary. And there's tools out there so that they can not skip over it, have a deeper understanding of new vocabulary words, and have a better comprehension of what they're reading and more academic success, which is always what we are looking for. All right. I'm going to, again, put the three tools in the show notes, so make sure you check that out. I always end my episodes with a joke because jokes are fun and incorporates a lot of language and vocabulary as well. Which spring month can't ever make a decision? May be. <laughs> All right, everyone. Until next week, stay out of trouble. Have a great day. Some of you are probably getting really, really close to summer. I have to go to the end of June. But either way, we're in this together to be better SLPs, to help our students be awesome. See you next week, guys. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of SLP Coffee Talk. It means the world to me that you're tuning in each and every week and getting the jolt of inspiration you need. You can find all of the links and information mentioned in this episode at my website, speechtimefun.com. Don't forget to follow the show so you don't miss any future episodes. And while you're there, it would mean the world to me if you would take a few seconds and leave me an honest review. See you next week with another episode full of fun and inspiration from one SLP to another. Have fun, guys. <laughs>